Peace, family. Welcome to another episode of Fresh Ferrari Entertainment with your host, I'm Forrest Farrell. It's the light down here, send it. And your boy, Rodarius, the guy, the first of the 21st century, back at you with another extra planetary banger. Oh, hell no, nah, bro. Dude, it sound like he booster goal. None of them <laughs> words, correct. <laughs> Dude said he came from the future to enlighten me with that. <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> What said, well, Darius the third, the thunder god of Asgard. Uh, <laughs> it sounded like he from Meet the Robinsons. <laughs> oh, God. Now, you all read the title, you know what I'm saying? Beetlegeist and Black Hole Physics. You might have read this and said, Beetlejuice, like the movie? And I will say, yes, but no, because I don't, I ain't never watch it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, I thought it was just me. But I feel like they, I, I was watching a video on YouTube, and I think Beetlejuice is actually how you say it. No, yeah, I think it is pronounced actually Beetlejuice, but it feels weird. I just like saying Beetle guys. I've been saying Beetle guys this whole time. Make you sound like... distinguished. Yeah, I was like, ooh, what, 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 what's the guys mean? Like, I don't know, it's German, or just, you know, just say some shit. <laughs> but we're going to go ahead and go into this topic. Um, it's definitely... Like our some of our past episodes, the content, as you realize, has been getting more rich. It's like that's the word, rich. More engaging, more, uh, I guess, harder to decipher, which is why we put extreme emphasis on also doing your own research. Cause what we're talking about is stuff to get you out of this reality. What what the end goal is, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Humanity is humanity. It's not the end goal. It's just a stepping stone. You know what I'm saying? I feel like humanity is a tutorial for what lies ahead. Right. And so, before we go into it, well, as we get into this topic, I think it's best to just speak about what Beetlejuice is without any metaphysical star. Suggest. <laughs> yeah, it's a big old star. It's, um, I think it's actually one of the most well-lit stars in the night sky, too. Well... Yeah, I think it used to be, but it's been dimming lately. Lately, they've it, been saying it's dimming, but yeah, because it's getting old. Apparently, that means he' about to blow up. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's a like rare super giant. Yeah. yeah, facts. Facts. So, it's so, going to be a neutron star in like fifty thousand years. And I know, uh, in ancient cultures, like in Arabic, I know it was. Translated uh, as the armpit of Orion. That's what I mean. Nah, that's, but the Arabic translation, yeah, it was the armpit, but it was like the armpit of the the freaking central one or something. Yeah, something like that. Mm. But I'm I'm gonna go with the Arabics just because if the Dogon was right about Sirius A and B, I'm. I'm <laughs> uh, yeah, they got it. <laughs> giant, giant armpit, it is. Let's get it. <laughs> I'm saying, if they seen the star that they couldn't see that was behind two other stars, <laughs> let's go with hey, bro. They, they I mean, it, it, it makes sense. If you look at the Orion constellation, yeah, this, the shoulder, I mean, the armpit right up under the shoulder. The armpit right up under them. See, it's based off the angle, you see. <laughs> I think it's because, I think it's because, like, in the, like, the full Orion constellation, I think he's holding that arm up. So, I think they yeah. call it. Yeah, he's pulling it like, like, like he's shooting the ball. So, that could be his arm or his shoulder, depending on what you're looking through, goddamn. Yeah, facts. facts. Like, a perspective, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a perspective in your life, and you'll... No, I'm going to stop. <laughs> so, 
at what we doing. I think, to be honest, with these last few episodes, trying to get the under a better understanding of how the cosmos and the cosmology of the universe is nothing but you, at a larger scale. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I feel like, and trying to understand it is to really just relegate that modern science blends with the metaphysical truths to help you understand it, or to help us understand the concept of what we call God. I think that's exactly what modern science is leading to. But you can't, they, they only doing that by, it's like they're verifying their self with the science to prove the metaphysics correct, right? Mm-hmm. And they got, they got to go hand in hand. I don't think one can be used to prove the other. Right, right. Where they're, both of their existence simultaneously have to be used together to prove, you know, the phenomena that either side sees, you feel me? Right. Or at least in my opinion. No, 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 you're right. They go hand to hand each other. I think one, I think when I say verify, I think people just, as we said many times over, they wait for the quote unquote modern science to clarify something before they'll believe what was already stated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, and it's it's like we've said before modern science is a great tool humans have developed over the years. And I feel like it's a great benchmark fact and truth that we have but it, it was just absolute in my opinion like, yeah, that lie outside of modern science I mean if there weren't things that lie, lied outside of modern science we know everything we know now you know what I'm saying we right. knowing all that we would have you know been had all these things that we trying to get to mm-hmm. nah, exactly and so Back to Beetlegeist. Uh, Geist, I believe, is like a uh, they call it like a Generation One star because I think it spawned yeah. uh, very shortly after the Big Bang. So this is your OG, right? This is your OG. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Homie yeah. been sitting here like I haven't seen all the supernovas in the galaxy. Yeah, even <laughs> other stars and shit too. All right, and so. Before we go specifically into Beetle Guys as a G1 star, I think what's also should be understood is that we as humans or just people are influenced by the rays that come through stars, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Through the energy, the radiation. I mean, that's what the sun do. And I remember, uh, I remember reading the book. Gonna come to me in a second, but uh, people was talking about how. The solar system itself is just nothing but almost like a projection of God in a sense. Like I believe the Big Dipper was said to uh one, I think they said that 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 specific star specifically resonates a lot with the energy of the earth. And I think the information came from the book, uh I think it was Alice Bailey, but I can't remember the book right now. But uh he also pretty much uh mentioned that the potential energy is coming to us from the stars like Betelgeuse and the Big Dipper, which is now verified as science, as the planet is always, uh, I think they said the planet is has been hitting Earth with high like energy particles and radiation for the last so-and-so years, where they've been able to actually distinct and extrapolate, yo, which stars is giving us so much energy, and Betelgeuse has been one of the biggest ones that plays in contribu- contribution towards that. And so it's like, think of it like the Fantastic Four when they got hit with the cosmic rays and they went to space, mm-hmm. and they ain't realized they was affected really, by exactly it. Is. 
is that today came today came back to the planet. Homie start stretching all over the place. One nigga just starts spontaneously combusting, and one nigga came back a group of pebbles. You know what I'm saying? That was sick. Came back eating rocks. <laughs> but nah, it, it's facts though. Like these these stars, look at it. It's like they their own electromagnetic field, right? And so if you think about the fact that electromagnetic field affects us entire solar system, right? Like that's just reaching out past Pluto. Imagine how far out a sun seven hundred times the mass of our sun. You know, imagine how far that's gonna reach out. You feel me? So it, it makes sense in my head for these stars that are, you know, however many light years away, but are massive, like more than we can even try to imagine. You know what I'm saying? They, those electromagnetic fields got to encompass multiple solar systems, including ours. And think about like, think about like the effects of it. So I guess the best way to, to kind of imagine it is like, okay, if the sun can do so much to like people with melanin, that's only really one of the smallest stars in the universe. If you just put it to that stance, think of what something mm-hmm. seven hundred times that can do for you or to your, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To your magnetic field. And I remember that uh, in some of the stuff books written by Alec Bailey. I mean, Alex Bailey. Um, he ex- excuse me. He explains things like the Big Dipper being the head of the cosmic being of like like just say like the universe is nothing but a cosmic being. You like the Big Dipper would be the head. I think he's. I think in this instance he's related to our solar system, and he says series A and B. No, just series A will represent your third eye, and so everything is in the line as a cosmic being, which pretty much goes to show that that as above, so below concept that we've spoken numerous times before again in effect, right? Which also want to illustrate isn't it funny how like every ancient civilization has the same information even though some of them were never even in contact with another across the planet too like completely like, different hemispheres type thing like you got the Mayans saying the same thing as the Dogon same thing as the people in Egypt the same people in Japan the same people in China same people in Hawaii all emphasizing the same things though with a few geological differences they all emphasize the exact same things right mm-hmm. and <clears throat> i think they said he said the sun would be the heart right and so this like i said it just keeps up with the as above so below idea and that model to your own greatness that you have within you so the question is specifically as you mentioned earlier how does beetle juice affects us man i keep struggling not to say beetle guys i keep trying to go back i mean yeah, <laughs> get it and so, so we know they know they gonna see the title but they gonna know what we talking about and yeah, so yeah. what you said specifically with like magnetic fields it reacts to us like uh like you i think you can picture it almost like chaos energy i think i might have spoken on this once but i don't think i've elaborated so a few years a long time ago they tried to actually graph or like illustrate what is chaos and so when you mathematically graph and computerize what you would call as chaos or evil or bad energy you get this graph that looks like a butterfly that's where the idea of the butterfly effect even came from because yeah. the graph and the shapes looks like a butterfly that's what the yeah, whole we idea did was. talk about this before i remember 
Yeah, and that's the whole idea of what chaos energy looks like. The same thing is very similar to uh, Beetlejuice. Not exactly, but you can you can re- relatively say it's more chaos energy, just to be simple, right? Mm. And the Mayans described it as uh, how do I say it? They spoke of it as like being stabbing through the heavens, right? Very similar to what mm-hmm. we talked about with the, in the Dogon episode about how the Dogon expressed uh, how did they express it? The cosmic forces and the strings, right? All yeah, through your head. Everything was exactly, and then how all of those <laughs> forces, those primitive forces, were used in matter and material. Facts, exactly. And they, this is understood as like a resonance theory, I believe, and pretty much meaning that if you have two objects, two objects, ha- these two objects have the same natural frequency. One just emits sound, while the other emits uh vibrations and they all are they're pretty much they they're on the same wavelength so you can think of like earth and the energy coming from beetlejuice right are in accordance mm-hmm. to one another and it's like it's like um it's like sound i read about yeah exactly yeah, i read about a phenomenon um and it was saying how the frequency if two things have um, you know, this not what you if they operate on the same frequency. Let's say, for example, you got a violin and you pluck one of the strings in a in one room really loudly. That same string will be the one that's vibrating on another violinist just because they share that same wavelength. Oh, that's uh, two two celestial bodies operating on the same wavelength. And, Activity from one, they communicate. When that disrupt or shatter if they're the same natural frequency, but no, because think about it, if that frequency is what causes the vibrate, it's gonna cause the other frequency to vibrate too. Okay, like okay, like I guess let's think of it more of like on a uh, social level. You ever meet someone where y'all on the same frequency and y'all just click? Mm-hmm. Think of it like that. Other nigga ain't just bro- blowing up, breaking down. Oh, God. And, you know what I'm saying? Y'all on the Wait. same frequency. Y'all clicking. Okay. So, just like... It's just, it's just connection between them. It's not necessarily a, a linkage, like, symbiote. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, if, if Beetlejuice fuck around and blow up, we just... We going for... I mean, obviously, that can't be the case because think about <laughs> it. Think about it. Beetlejuice is, like, 500 light years years away it's hella far away so if we can see it as a red giant now that means that that shit been we just yeah. can't see it yet you know what i'm saying right okay. so it's like if, it, if if we was linked like that one to one when we wouldn't be here right now well true it's literally gonna take oh go ahead i'll say it's gonna it will take they say it's gonna take thousands of years for the energy from it to directly affect us once it does blow yeah. up, it hasn't already blown up. I, I feel. Boy, I, we ain't gonna be here by the time that happens. I That's what I'm saying. Like already supernova. I wouldn't be surprised if it'll come back like a week from now. But like, you know what? It's actually been supernova for a good few years now. Five. It, it's, it's been blown. Remember when we went to middle school? Yeah, it's been blown up. Look at me. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like they, they talking about some. Oh, it, it's getting dimmer. It's already blown up. It's yeah. okay. Yeah, right. dimmer is dead. Like. <laughs> It's already died, and we're witnessing its death. 
And because of his death, we're getting the remnants of that energy. And because of that, going into supernova and we getting those rays, right? That's that phase lambda light, which is pretty much uh what was going on specifically through the pandemic. That's what that 2020, that's when all those 2020 prophecies that ancient cultures was talking about. They were talking about that light that was emitted specifically from Beetlejuice, right? That's what they wanted your ass inside the house. They didn't want you to get that energy, right? The source. Exactly. They cut you off. They wanted to cut you off from no power, but you stayed outside and you got that sun. Why you think I was talking about getting sun so much during the year 2020, right after we started the podcast? Why you think they wanted to vaccine you so hard off rip? For some of y'all that got that phase land, like they wanted to shut that circuit off in you. You know what I'm saying? Stay indoors. Be away from everybody. Like We all know sun is healing, and that's really 2020 is the first time. Actually, I'm pretty confident that 2020 is when Beetlejuice started supernova and they just didn't want to come out and say it was supernova. Because that's when, remember, two years ago is when everybody was going crazy over the internet talking about Beetlejuice. Uh, if you look up they, Beetlejuice right now, over half the videos on it are from two years ago. When they're just finding discovery after discovery after discovery. And there's like hour-long videos about people talking about a star. You know what I'm saying? That, I, I believe it was April, like, was it April 2020 when they first talked about, oh, it's been fluctuating a long time. And now it's on, like, stabilized or something like that. Yeah. I'm like, nah, it, it's, it's not stable. Believe that. <laughs> Yeah, it was definitely going through supernova during that time and during that moment. And that's, I call it the phase lambda light. Uh, well, a lot of people call it the phase lambda light. I forgot exactly what phase, I think phase lambda represents just that first top tier energy. You know, the, the, the frequency basically. You know, lambda mm-hmm. the symbol, like when you're doing like a frequency problem. Mm-hmm. That lambda light, that frequency. And that frequency was pretty much to get you to help you get out of here, right? So I think a good way of understanding everything that's going on is that you gotta look at it as transformation. We know light, knowledge is light, therefore it's light is infinite, knowledge is infinite. So this energy from Beetle Dice, Beetle Juice is infinite, right? This is literally that transformative energy you need, right? And that would know how to access it, you know? Yeah. I feel like, it I was, feel like that, that's what the whole point of this is. Yeah, it was. The, it's the transformation of light to like that uh, Osirian energy type stuff, you know. And I think that when I say Osirian energy, it's like think about you know Osir- Osiris had the little dead body, but he was still the king of the underworld type. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I believe the story of Osiris is just them talking about your quantum body, because if you also read in the story of Horus when he asked the Eye of Horus, he give he gifts his out of uh, Osiris, and Osiris eats the eye. And when he eats the eye, he pretty much is restored to life, not physically, but in his godly form. You see what I'm saying? So I think that represents your quantum body. And to really contextualize that, I think that's talking about, you know, like quantum leaping, right? So mm-hmm. not like if you've seen Doctor Strange, I wouldn't say like that. I really think that was just a bad representation of it. But more like what we all will probably see in Ant-Man 3. It ain't out yet. It won't be out for like another year. Trust me, trust me. Y'all gonna come at this episode and be like, oh yeah, he was right. Because I know, believe it or not, Ant-Man deals a lot with a quantum realm more than you would think since we're talking about shrinking and mass mm-hmm. and relation, uh, in relation to size and all that stuff. But yeah. trust me on this. Ant-Man 3, y'all gonna see a lot of uh, what I'm referring to in reference to quantum leaping. Uh, and there's, there's, of course, there's a lot of other movies already. What's that movie called? Like Looper or something like that where they're jumping through like quantum jumping. You know what I'm talking about? Y'all know what I'm talking about? It's That's a, a time movie. travel movie you talking about? 
I, I don't remember if it's time travel or he's like jumping through realities or something like that. Like he could just. Jump. I mean, it's a few different movies. I know Looper it's... is about time travel, but there's a movie yeah. called Jumper, and there's about these people that can teleport. Like I, 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 no, I know what you're talking about. I watched yeah. that movie. Yeah, that was yeah. good. Yeah. I think I think I we're talking about Jumper. Uh, yeah, but that's my shit. That's all about that's quantum thing. leaping, understanding, and when you in that quantum body, you can do so. And it's talking about death, because. You got to have that eye of Horus or that eye of Osiris for when you die to jump into your quantum body so you can leap out of this reality. You don't want to come back here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can't bring the body with you and the soul only goes so far. They're saying all you have left. No. I think. Yeah, no, it's not fault. The soul is infinite and you have the spirit and the spirit stays within the astral realm. And we already talked about that last episode. But all that still goes hand in hand with that. It's that resonance, right? To restore life. And so, and hold on, wait. In, in Osiris's lore, didn't they chop him up when they tried to like dethrone him at first? No, remember, Set chopped him up, remember? No, I'm saying they chopped him up and then uh, and then Horus brought life to him. So, like, same way I started to blow up to release all the heavy elements that make up, especially us. Yep, yep. Oh, mm, I was actually gonna touch on that in a second, too, but shit, we can touch on that now. So, like, I was thinking, because remember, like, this we we 93% stardust right except for like mm-hmm. the elements like helium and hydrogen so the seven noble gases the other seven percent yeah yeah right right i'm about to get into that too so you got seven noble gases and you also got seven chakras oh that is your seven percent that's actually percent i think uh xenon too like all the noble gases yo we might just do a second on the noble gases i just thought about <laughs> radon xenon <laughs> helium yeah, let's go no okay continue but uh you have the seven chakras, you have the seven noble gases. Each one of those is a percent that you got to occupy. And every one of those noble gases resonates to a chakra and a specific frequency to your body, too. I everyone, everyone has a, a lot of intense properties. Because think about every noble gas is like, the noble gases are almost like anomalies to elements. You know what I'm saying? Completely balanced over the diagrams. The, the fact that... Yeah, yeah, like the their properties, their chemical properties in and of themselves are interesting enough to make you think like hmm, it is interesting that these seven gases that like you said have the full outer shell of electrons don't bond with any other elements. You know what I'm saying? Like it's crazy that out of all the hundred and in you know, fourteen elements that's on the periodic table, oh, it's seven. Einsteinium. <laughs> right. Hey, that's Interesting. And you got Continue. seven that don't react to you, but how do we know those seven ain't just like your chakras and you gotta be able to actually tap into that to actually utilize them elements, right? Hmm. It's a good theory. Out of curiosity. <laughs> it's a great theory. Out of curiosity, what is Krypton? Where is it? Isn't Krypton like thirty six? You said what now? Isn't like Krypton element 36 or something? No, what I'm saying. Krypton uh, is like yeah, said, all elements along with chakras, Yeah, I just Damn. feel like I remember that because I seen an element called Krypton and thought it was really cool. I was like, I mean, oh. you can just go in order. Honestly, if you go in order, you know what's cool? If you go, like, imagine, you know what a, a chakra diagram looks like, right? So if you look at a periodic table and oh, you make that a one to one, yeah, so like if helium is the crown, neon is the third eye, argon is the throat. Wouldn't they make Krypton the heart chakra? Yeah. And Krypton yeah. 
in the comments is a red like giant shit? sun. And we just oh, said his son was the heart oh, chakra. Oh, 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 you didn't put my mind with that one. <laughs> bro, that's kind of nuts, bro. Like, I did ass just looked at a periodic table and thought of that shit, dog. Yo, so which one's on the bottom? Is it Xenon or is it one below? Xenon, Xenon is after Krypton. So that would be Solar Plexus. And then Radon would uh, be... What's after Solar Plexus? I forgot. Root Chakra. Right? Wait, we missing one. Hold on. You skipped the Chakra. Because it's a... Oh, wait. No, 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 no. Wait, yes, we did. Hold on. Nah, you got Root, Solar. Root, Solar, Heart. Throat. I don't think we said throat the oh, first yeah, time. Yeah. I don't think we said throat. I did say throat the first time. You got throat, crown, and then pineal. And then, no. Ain't that third eye? Throat, third eye, then crown. Yeah, throat, third eye, crown. Yeah, so this is... Whichever the one on the furthest bottom would be the, your root chakra. And oh, that was also... That's, that's, that's right on. A Googleable problem. That's right on at the bottom for sure. And then mm-hmm. that explains why it also has the largest orbital. Oh, the, the sacral. That's the one I'm missing. Oh, sacral. That's right. So you're saying right on the sacral? Uh, hold on. Let me look at the PR. Yeah. No, right on at the bottom, ain't it? Unless it's OG. What's this OG shit at the bottom? Hold yeah, on. OG is the the one that's that's at the bottom. I don't know what that shit is, but that's root. But right on would be. Organesium? Organesium? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Hey, bro, look at this. Bro, look at it, bro. 118, bro. Pronounce that for Organesin. Hold on, hold on. Let me look it up. But, yeah, Radon would be Sacral, um, and then Xenon would be um, Solar Plexus. And so, yeah, okay. that would make Krypton so, hard. So, say it like, so let's think of it like this. Whatever that last one is called, I'm not going to try to pronounce. Yeah, Organesin, bro. Organesin, yeah. Organesin. <laughs> say, like, if that correlates to your root chakra, then... It will also explain why it might be, you know, how it's almost harder to get the ones closer to the top to almost be like stabilized in a sense. I mean, they're all stable, but to find them in nature is already hard as it is, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Noble guys are really rare. And so if you look at it from bottom to top, remember how it's easiest to work on the root chakra, I say, to get to the top or in a sense, I think it's a, a double edged sword when it comes to that when I say chakras because. It's harder. The root chakra has so much more to cover, right? So it has mm-hmm. the largest, largest orbital diagram within your chakra system. But once you master that whole electron belt, all you're doing is releasing shells at that point to get to yo the top. Yo, you're <laughs> right because because um atoms they actually they increase in size top to bottom, right? Yeah. So yeah. So organesin will be the largest noble gas. So to go from organesin to the next one, you would be a smaller atom, which means you're just releasing shit. Which Wait means on. you it, like once you start off with the first, you pretty much got everything you need in order to get to the final step. Oh, look, that makes sense because as you as you learn through your chakras, all you're doing is releasing more and more of that humanity. Root, right? You got the root, then you go to sacral, then you go to solar plexus, then you go to heart, right? And that heart is one of the most important. That's why it represents Beetlejuice, right? And it's the heart chakra can help you do so much, right? That's also why the green is green at, in the same time as it is red. Because why? Because remember, Green Lantern represents heart chakra as well. That's why it's the main one you see. That's that willpower, right? Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. going up, so on, so on, so. But that's why it's also so. What's one? What's the one at the top? But it, it's crazy. 
Yeah, helium is awesome. helium, right? It isn't helium or it's either hydrogen or helium, but one of those two is always really hard to uh to Find get that second electron too. Oh, that's right. Okay, remember how like the less electrons you have, the harder it is to pull them out of their shell. Mm-hmm. There we go. Helium yeah. has two. Helium yeah. has two. I remember that's that. That's my shell. I forgot what it's called. The ionization energy. There we go. Look at me remembering chemistry and periodic trend. <laughs> Shout like, out, my y'all know what I'm about? The ionization. Yeah, energy. yeah, that's what it is. That's yeah. When they, when you get into um ionic bonding, it's mm-hmm. dependent on the ionization energies of the element and that. It goes energy. up the less electrons you have, right? So back to ophenesium or the opium or <laughs> the freaking. It's easier to, even though it's still hard to remove it because it's in noble state, it's easier in comparison to one like helium that literally only has two electrons. That's in representation to your crown chakra why it's so hard for people to achieve that at times. Because you think about, you're trying to remove that last layer, that last electron, right? Mm-hmm. This all correlates to that 7% that's not stardust. You see what I'm saying? Oh, that's crazy. That's Damn, crazy. That, that 7% that's not physical. Right? Hey. And what Beetlejuice is just simply doing is, is waking you up out that slumber if you tap into that energy. It's no different than the stories of Cthulhu. Remember Cthulhu is sleeping nonstop and he's just feeding off of the consciousness until he wakes up and he just obliterate everything. That's you. You know what I'm saying? Because you, have, you ever seen yeah. an image of Cthulhu where he's like over the planet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole idea is that he's sleeping, but he's waiting to wake up. And how Cthulhu wakes up is through one people like thinking about him and having nightmares. I'm trying to think of a great example of it. I've seen it in the movie, but I cannot think of the movie. It's like, uh, it's like the more you think of him, the like the closer he's coming type thing. Freddy Cougar? No. Oh, I can't remember. It this, was a it's a, it's a horror. Wait, you said it's a, a Candyman? One's a horror movie, but it's in the sense of like understanding that it's like giving, it's like manifesting him. It's like giving energy to it. Candyman? Ooh, all right. I think I might have a show that might have. Any of y'all ever watched Legion? The show that was on FX, even like one or two episodes, it was about like, yeah, X, the yeah. Remember? The, oh, wait, you're right. It was like if they thought about. That uh, uh, the Demon King, right? Remember yeah, the yeah. The Demon King. It was like, which is actually crazy because Legion is also Professor Charles Xavier's son. They just kind of threw him away. They was like, "Man, you too, you too ridiculous. You gotta go." But if it's like the more they they would tell him in his therapy not to think about the creature or the thing that he keeps seeing, but he would keep seeing it and it would get stronger every time mm-hmm. he tried to talk to it and face it. Think of Cthulhu as the same way. He would feed off of your. He would feed off of people thinking of him. So when people would get scared of him. He would, ah, he, would, he would feed off of that, right? So instead of so what they're really showing is consciousness because your ego is what was scared of him, right? The ego don't want you to tap into that consciousness. They're scared of Cthulhu because they don't want you to wake up out that slumber because when you truly wake up out that slumber, you now have full access to that Beetlejuice energy. Your heart chakra is going to be another level. You're going to be able to fully unlock all your systems, right? I mean, there's so many allegories you can make for this. Like, you could imagine the ego as kind of like being a parasite, you know, feeding off a of negative energy. That's all it is at the but end of the day. It's also needed too, because without. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's just, that's what I said almost, because you know we need it for survival and shit. But it, you know, it's a very human thing. So in the in the terms of wanting to ascend to the next plane, it's you know, crazy. it has no no it's use. It's crazy there. if you look at it in the sense that stars are literally dying for you. 
You know what I'm saying? But you know what else this this goes back into? We were just talking about the chaos energy, right? Right. Everything in space is chaos. Literally. Nonstop. The, and the fact that it has become so ordered in humans, it, it just goes for the, the whole, you know, every every reaction has its opposite and equal. Or every action has its opposite and equal reaction. You know what I'm saying? Everything has its opposite. One of the seven laws of Tahuti. You know what I'm saying? All this chaos in space. Now look at all this order here on Earth. Because think about it. Earth, for Earth to exist, everything has to be literally perfect in terms of conditions yeah. on this yep. planet. You were specifically in okay. the habitable zone, right? Right. So an inch too, uh, too far close, we burn up. Too far gone, we freeze. Exactly. It Earth has water. Earth has a, a atmosphere that we can actually, you know, live under. Mm-hmm. Earth has animals that can sustain us. Earth has plants that don't just fucking kill us all the time. Like Earth is <laughs> literally a Goldilocks planet, right? Which it's requires good. so much order. One could almost say, you know, it. it if you look at all the asteroids that's passed that just just still happen not to hit you, right? Bro, literally Bro. that. Like Earth should have died so many times ago. So so much had to go right for us to be even doing this podcast right now. Seven mass extinctions on this planet at least that we know of, goddamn. So it's like right. but it's a, it's a it, exact that puts it into even better perspective. Mm-hmm. Like it's just so much balance. Universal, but in this exact moment, we have Beetlejuice Supernova, and for you to leave your god body and quantum leap up out of here, you see what I'm saying? Crazy enough, right before we started this episode, I was literally researching this and I went to sleep and I dreamed about the star. and I woke up and I looked and it was like 602, and I was like, oh snap, it's time to go. And then I felt like I, just, I felt within that some 15 minutes of slumber, I ain't even been looking at my notes really no more. I look, I look for like the first. 15 minutes, then we started going to noble gases and it was flowing. You see what I'm saying? Nah, yeah. fact, this this conversation is like I actually got chills with that whole Krypton leaking that shit. Well, we made that link, bro. That, that crazy. because that I literally like that, that didn't come from notes, bro. I literally just looked at the periodic table and I was like, hmm, I wonder. Yeah, and then like I said, it's like when people say the this is this is I think everything we're talking about is like what religion is trying to compensate or trying to understand for you because with this understanding that you got stars dying the stars are dying for your sins you feel what i'm saying mm-hmm. <laughs> ain't these not the stars is dying for your sins the universe lives within you right in all oh, and that's, oh my god you, that's in, that's literally most of religion right there that's christianity bro jesus died for our sins right? what do they call jesus they you know what I'm saying? They called him. Well, Sanky cut out. <laughs> Donate. Oh, dang. We lost him. Nah, he's still connected to the thing. I think his, his, his sound must have just cut out. But, nah, he was exactly on point. My fault. I was getting the call. I was getting the call. Did it? Uh, where did y'all ask uh, him? Uh, we heard. You was talking about yeah, how, but what they uh, call God, what they call God, yeah, what they call Jesus was like a star and all that. Or the, the, the Lord, right my now. sister is blowing me up. Hold on. Yeah, you good? You good? On a call. But uh, yeah, right, like what, said, what was I saying? Uh, you saying how, they call God the what? 
Oh yeah, so I was saying how you know how they call Jesus, like they call him that 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 um what was it morning star or dawn yeah. star, something yeah, like that. Mm-hmm. If Christianity is telling you that Jesus died for our sins, this is why we're here. If science is telling you that these stars are dying, this is why you're here. It literally comes full circle to the first point we made and how science and religion can come hand in hand to teach you the truth about what this shit really is. Like, this whole us saying that Beetlejuice is finna, you know, blow up, die, that should really make us excited. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, what's, what's, what's opening up in us? Right. Hey, that shit dying. Hey, bro. He's a star. What's it called? We're made his limit, so we're stars. And guess what? Made a star dust, we're made the same thing as stars. So, in last sense, niggas are stars. Boom. Write <laughs> that. Quote right? that. <laughs> niggas and are stars. <laughs> that was it. The universe lives within you because you was made of 93% stardust. And if you look at it like that, it also makes you know you no longer have to fantasize about going out to space anymore because space is you. You can take yourself to space at any moment you choose to, right? I think this is why like pilgrims fantasize so much about going to space and exploring it because we know they don't have the uh the the, the uh, technology to access it the same way we do. You see what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. think about how much effort they put into exploring space, right? To to reach these unattainable heights. You see what I'm saying? But yeah, this unattainable right. height is simply within your DNA. You you're you of this at a ridiculous level, right? Due to your melanin, right? All the carbon in the universe just for you. You got stars dying for you at such a ridiculous rate. It's almost crazy that you get to notice it and just think of it simply as stars dying as above, so below. Think about it. You got a billion cells going in your body, a billion stars just died at that exact moment. And you got at least you got at least a hundred. I'm gonna give you energy right now. Literally. I mean, think about it, bro. Look at look at Superman's origin story, right? His star had when his star blew up and died. Oh, he got oh, sent off. What happened just, to him? Nigga became a fucking put, god. You just yes. put something in my head, right? Superman from Krypton. We just said Krypton represents the heart chakra. So uh-huh. think about it, that's why Superman got so much heart and so much emphasis towards humanity, right? Mm-hmm. His devotion towards humanity, right? His longing to be human is through that heart, his heart chakra. That's because he's from Krypton. We just said the element Krypton correlates directly with the heart. And then, and then you could take it even a step further. You were just talking about the Green Lanterns. Remember how the S on Superman's chest stands for hope, right? Right. Now, if you read the comics, you know that the Blue Lantern Corps is run by hope. And you also know that the Blue Lantern, uh, the Blue Lantern itself can charge a Green Lantern ring that's mm-hmm. powered off of willpower because they're seen as the two most similar answer core you feel me so the fact yeah. that the heart chakra it being green in color can be directly connected to the fact that this 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 man superman directly means hope but his whole symbol is like it all comes together full circle full circle, hey, full circle. connections I was gonna I make the like, Eternals reference, but now nah, that's way better. Nah, nah, go ahead and make one. Go ahead and make one. Go ahead and make nah, one. No, nah, no, about that, bro. You we, we had an episode about this, bro. Hey, I mean, not nah, just saying, bro. You might, you might spark something else. Nah, man. It's open. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. Bro, just say it because I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of one now myself. 
Because Bruh, the, it, when I read the Eternal, I remember when we made the Eternals decoded. I remember the man. I was reading the Eternals comic. First of all, I think there's another thing we say this so many times, but I feel like comics or just graphic novels are more influential. I ain't want to say they're more influential than books. They're on the same level, but for me personally, they've brought more knowledge to me to this stuff than actually reading the books because it was seeing it in actual fruition. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like the delivery. It's kind of how, like in a conversation, they say fifty percent of what you say, fifty percent how you say. I just feel like they're going, they connect with you better because the way they're saying it's the same information, but it get more digestible. Right, right, right. Interest. More digestible. Like I can understand yeah. a, a Fantastic Four comic better than I can understand some of my engineering class. You see what I'm saying? I'm saying I, 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 can, I can read a comic before I read a physics book any day, any day, goddamn. Yeah, right. And I can go, oh, okay, it makes perfect sense with Reed Richards is talking about. He's like, you know, <laughs> he is on It'd be crazy. You'd be sitting in physics class every now and then, and they'll say some shit. You'd be like, oh, oh, oh that's what he used to stop Galactus, nigga. <laughs> yeah, and don't that man Reed Richards got like a, a Council of Reeds, bro? Like a multiversal. He got like a multiversal, like Council of Reed Richards. <laughs> Damn. As the smartest man in the multiverse, right? Yeah. It's great. But I think we can wrap up this episode. I really think we really pushed the boundaries on this episode. Great episode. That was good. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna look for that book or the name of it. I always remember it's read anything by Alice uh, Bailey. It's another person too who books I was looking into, but I cannot pronounce his name. It had too many syllables. I'm sorry. I don't want to butcher his name, so I'm not even gonna try. <laughs> Well, either way, they just got some free pubs, so you know you can send any sponsorship this way. You know, more publicity from Pharaohs. Big facts. But on that note, family, we appreciate y'all listening. Make sure y'all follow the page. Make sure y'all rate, review, subscribe, all that jazz. Send us recommendations, all the good stuff. You know what I'm saying? But um, on that note, you all know the drill. Y'all know how we get down. Yeah. Okay. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Bro, I was so confused. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work. Okay, fine. But Minister Kings. Kings to guys. This has been Fresh for Our Entertainment. Peace, family. And we got it. <laughs>